Welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about the building blocks of life. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So some welcome news, well, certainly some welcome news for me this year. I guess it depends on your feelings about these things. Uh, but by the time you guys hear this, I think hopefully uh, by next weekend, um, we should start seeing some easing of the restrictions nationally that were put in place around the pandemic. Um, you know, lifting of face mask requirements, isolation, etc. Um, so, um, some, some good news around, around that. So hopefully that should make it a little bit easier to do, uh, do things. It should make traveling, etc. a lot easier as well. So I'm super excited about, um, kind of starting to get back into, um, our usual patterns of travel and trips and things. You know, I've certainly, um, I've certainly moved out a number of trips. You know, I've talked about my Mongolia trip. I've moved that out a couple of years. So, uh, uh as a result of the pandemic. Um, you know, and I've moved a couple of other trips that I was due to go on as well. So, um, and, and some normal trips that I would have gone out throughout the year, you know, uh, regular visits to, uh, to places. Um, I usually go to a lot of places around the country with, uh, snow, my dog, uh, to do walking, hiking, running, et cetera. Uh, you know, and we, and we cut down on a lot of that during the pandemic. So I'm super excited about getting back to, um, some semblance of normal in terms of that stuff, uh, which is going to be awesome, hopefully. So, so really pleased about that. Um, the weather here has been horrific this week. Um, so we've just had, um, one of those big, uh, the big storms. I forget the name of them now. Um, but where there was a uh, wind restriction. So hopefully, uh, wherever you are, it's not been too bad. Hopefully you've not had any or too much damage um, that, that's not um, easily repairable. Um, around me, there was lots of uh, trees that were blown over, um, lots of fences, garden fences that had kind of blown uh, down as well, uh, some need to repair, but nothing too structural, which is really good. Uh, touch wood so far, uh, nothing major um, for, for for me or mine, and hopefully the uh, same for you guys as well. Hopefully you've managed to come that through those um, heavy-winded storms um, relatively uh, uh, easily. So this week, I wanted to talk about food, um, the building blocks of life, so to speak, is food. Um, and, and I wanted to talk about food uh, from a number of perspectives. So obviously, uh, and I think most, uh, certainly everybody listening to this podcast, I guess, uh, but most people now know we need kind of healthy, balanced diets to maintain our bodies, to to stay fit and healthy. Uh, I think I think majority of people um, recognise that now. Uh, but what does that, you know, in practice, what does that look like? And, you know, that's different for everybody. So there's no kind of one size fits all. You know, we quite often see, or I certainly quite often see when I'm walking through uh, shops or online, you know, the latest celebrity cookbooks or the latest celebrity uh, diet fad, uh, whatever it may be. We see those quite often, don't we? Um, and I think it can be quite easy to kind of jump on the bandwagon because there's a lot of press and a lot of media attention about a specific thing. Uh, and, you know, if you look at some of the things, those that have happened over the last five, ten years, you know, um, they, they were there for a while and then they kind of move on to the next and the next thing. Um, so it's so, so it's really easy to get caught up in the hype about a specific diet or a specific way to eat or even a specific thing to eat. Um, and I think we just need to be a little easier on ourselves around this, you know. Um, obviously, if we've got medical conditions, etc., then we have to regulate what we eat and 
in, in line with, in accordance to what our doctor or our nutritionists prescribe for us. So, you know, that aside, you know, uh, occasionally, I think I've mentioned it before on, on, on the podcast, I have IBS. So occasionally, um, when that's flaring up, I have to be really careful about what I eat. So when my stomach is bad, I cut certain foods entirely from my diet. Onions, for example, cheese, for example, all that is removed from my diet. Um, when my IBS is flaring up, but for 99% of the year, I don't have to worry about it. I kind of, because I eat fairly healthily um, anyway, um, I don't have to worry about that too much. But the, like I say, the occasional times when it does flare up, I can usually pinpoint exactly what it is that's caused that. It's because I've eaten out a certain number of times in a week. You know, I've eaten out for meals or, or got, you know, gone out for dinner at restaurants or I've gone or I've, um, I got takeaway a few times. Uh, you know, I've, I've strayed away from my usual healthy eating, eating patterns for a, a prolonged period of time is the usual cause. Occasionally it flares up because of stress, etc. Um, but not so much, uh, nowadays, which is really good. Um, it's mainly because I, I stray from my, um, regular diet for a prolonged period of time. So what does my healthy diet look like so my because a lot of people know but a lot of people know a lot of my family and friends know i love cooking anybody that's been uh, to my house knows i love cooking because um i've got you know i'm a, I'm a bit of a cookbook collector i've got probably got over 100 cook i uh, know i've got over 100 cookbooks um way more than that um i love cooking different things um i i really enjoy cooking i really i love the process it helps me relax uh, for some strange reason um uh, and, and obviously i love eating good food as well uh, but but i think the bigger thing is i enjoy cooking for other people weirdly i don't really enjoy cooking for myself too much so you know i cook um, uh, most evenings for myself um, i get a gusto box so um, I've, I've talked about that before here on the podcast love the gusto box fresh fresh foods arriving you know everything everything that i need for a recipe arrives in the box each week and all i need to do is cook it and it can take anywhere between 15 minutes and, and uh, an hour uh, to cook the meals um, that i get so i choose my meals each week um, but they're all fresh they're all healthy uh, they're all good I, uh, as i mentioned i try and have a healthy balanced diet so i have at least one fish meal a week i should probably have more i have at least one well actually it works out that i have two meals two fish meals a week because i order um, the gusto box for uh, uh, two people. Um, I live by myself, so it's just me, um, unless I've got guests, friends over, whatever. Uh, so regularly, I uh, cook a meal in the evening, and then I'll have the other half of the meal the next day for lunch as well. Um, so, so I have at least two fish meals a week. Um, I, ha- I try and balance my meals, so I have a mixture between rice and, and potatoes um, as a side, so that I'm not always having potatoes, for example, or chips, um, particularly. Um, so. Um, I have that and I try and have at least one vegetarian meal a week as well. Um, so just generally so that I have that good balanced diet throughout the week. Um, I love desserts. I love puddings. Um, so I tend to have a little cheesecake, a little good cheesecake or something most evenings as well, or maybe a cake or something, a little slice of cake or something. Uh, and I know that I can do that because I do my workouts. I, I do my exercise regularly. You know, I do a lot of running, uh, swimming, etc. Um, so, so I've got no bother from having that and, and the rest of my meals throughout the day are healthy. I have a healthy breakfast most mornings. Um, so I start off with, uh, most days either at this time of year or, uh, even before, uh, you know, I, I do porridge. <coughs> Bless me. Excuse me. I do porridge a lot of times in the summer or when I don't fancy porridge. I tend to do yogurt with cereal and fruit. Um, so I have healthy options for my main, uh, for my lunch. I tend to have, like I say, the other half of the meal that I've had um, the day before. So again, fresh, healthy food. 
it's been cooked before, just reheat it. Um, but uh, you know, no, no, no bad stuff in that normally. Uh, very little salt. I cook, uh, so all the recipes that, that ask for salt, I tend to um, do less than half of the salt that's um, needed. Uh, that's for two reasons. A, um, I, I don't like eating too much salt. Um, because it, it does, it's one of those foods that does flare up my IBS every now and again. So I'm cautious about that. But equally, you know, uh, we've heard, all heard the message about too much salt being bad for us. Um, so I try and avoid that as well. Uh, and, and then the, the evening meals, nine times out of ten, I have my gusto, gusto meal. And occasionally I'll have a takeout or something as well thrown into the mix. And, you know, obviously when you're getting takeout, there's a lot more salt in there, a lot more E numbers, there's a lot more depending on what takeaway you're having. Um, you know, there's generally a lot less, it's a lot less healthy. Um, so I try and keep that to a minimum, although I do do that every now and again. Um, but I think the general thing is not, I, I don't consciously follow a diet. Uh, you know, when I go onto my Gusto, Gusto, uh, the Gusto app to pick my recipes each week, like I say, I try and pick one uh, vegetarian, one fish, and then I pick two other, uh, two other random meals and that sorts me out for eight of my, uh, 14 meals a week. Um, then the other the other ones uh, either cheat meals um, like you know I might put a pizza in the oven if I've been working late or got uh, got something that's run on or I've been out to see a friend or done done something of an evening so I don't want to um, spend too long cooking just pop something in the oven while I go out with the dog or something or um, you know I'll I'll use up what I've got in the freezer um, you know um, if I if I've um, got some meat in the freezer from when I've been shopping. Uh, I'll use that up as well. So, um, so a couple of meals a week, I do that. And a couple of times I, I, a week, I'll, uh, you know, once a week, maybe I'll miss out an evening meal entirely because I'm too busy and I'm caught up in work or, or, uh, doing something that I enjoy doing. I'll get wrapped up in it and I'll forget to eat. Um, so that works as well. It's not necessarily quite as healthy. Uh, but, uh, as a one off every now and again, it's not too bad. Um, so. So I don't think that we need to follow a particular diet as such for most of us. Like I say, if you've got a medical condition, that's different. Obviously, we need to follow what what's recommended to us by our doctors, nutritionists, etc. But I think just this general, I think we all have this general of awareness of what's good for us and what's bad for us, right? And I think if nine times out of 10 or eight times out of 10, we can go with what's healthy for us, we can make those right choices, then it doesn't matter um, when we don't make those choices. So, you know, I don't feel bad about having a takeaway once every two weeks because the rest of the week time I'm eating very healthily. Um, I'm not doing anything bad. So I don't feel bad about it. In fact, I enjoy it more uh, because it's usually something that I've been feeling like I've wanted for a while. The other day, um, I noticed, uh, well, about a couple of weeks ago now, actually, I noticed that um, they'd opened up a Tim Hortons near me. Um, which is, if you don't know what Tim Hortons is, it's, it's, it's the Canadian version of Dunkin' Donuts, the donut shop. Um, uh, so I noticed one that had opened near me, uh, which I hadn't realised. I, I knew there was a couple in London, a couple up in Manchester, but I hadn't realised they, they were uh, starting to get a bit more popular. Um, so when I saw that, I was, I was hankering for a burger, one of their burgers and a donut. Um, because I hadn't what had one in a year since I was last in Canada, probably eight or nine years ago. Um, so I was super excited. So I kind of howled off. And then when I next wanted it, when I was next having a takeaway, I thought, oh, that's, that's my jam right there. Um, so I ordered one of their signature burgers, uh, which is a really good burger with barbecue sauce on it. And, and, um, what's the donut I had? Uh, caramel apple fritter, I think was the donut that I had. And I had that absolutely guilt free. I absolutely loved it. Um, enjoyed it a lot. Um, because like I say, I don't do those kinds of things very often, but absolutely delicious. It really hit the spot. 
Uh, but weirdly, you know, I wouldn't order one again, even though I did enjoy it so much. I wouldn't order it again for a while, um, you know, because, um, you know, I've had that enjoyment for it. If I have those things regularly, then the enjoyment obviously goes down. You know, the more often we do something or that we have something, you know, we enjoy it less and less like each time. So um, I, I like to keep those things for a treat. So next time I feel like a takeaway, it'll probably be an Indian or a Chinese takeout. Um, instead, you know, try and alternate around them. Um, and, and that way, like I say, I don't have to worry about, oh, that's not healthy for me to have that. Um, do I need to worry about the salt in that? Do I need to worry about this? Do I need to worry about that? No, I don't, because nine times out of 10, the meals that we're having are healthy. And that's why I called this the building blocks of life, because, um, you know, I, you know, there's all the old cliches. We are what we eat is, is a popular one. And I think it's true to a certain extent. You know, uh, the other one is put crap, get put crap in, get crap out. You know, that's the kind of, you know, that's an IT saying, I think. Um, in terms of systems processing, etc. But um, I think it applies equally well to our bodies as well. If we keep putting crap into our bodies, then it's not our bodies are not going to perform the way that we want them to. So we're going to really degrade the performance of our bodies. You know, we're going to have health issues, we're going to have fitness issues, um, etc. So um, I think it's super important that we kind of at least have that awareness. And like I say, most people have the awareness of what's good for them and what's bad for them. I, I don't intend to go go into that too much, but obviously um, that's easily findable if you're unsure. A uh, quick Google search can usually find. Just be cautious of the the, the websites that you're rec- uh, that you're um, reading information from. Uh, make sure that it's reputable sources that you're looking at. Um, to, to make sure that we're getting the, the right information. There's a lot of misinformation out, out there around diets and, and what foods are good for us, what foods are bad for us, what diets, etc., are good for us. So make sure we're looking at something from a reputable source. If, if you're still not sure, you know, maybe speak to a nutritionist or doctor um, to get, get the get the official view. Um, but most of us, like I say, most of us have that awareness of what's what's good for us and what's bad for us. And once we kind of once we kind of become aware of what we're eating, you know, what we'll look at what we're eating, uh, we don't have to do it regularly. You know, you have to do it for a period of time until you get into the habit of of of, of whatever the new uh, diet is looks like. And like I said, I don't I don't count my calories um, uh, most of the time when I when I get into my heavy training periods in terms of my running, etc. When I'm running thirty plus miles at a time um, and I'm doing that several times a week. That I start, I do start counting calories, etc. Then, because I need to make sure that um, I, I'm eating. My problem is not eating enough uh, when I'm doing heavy exercise because I uh, I don't feel more hungry when I do that exercise. But obviously, you need to onboard more calories when you're doing um, strenuous exercise such as that. So, but normally uh, for for three quarters of the year, I don't do any calorie counting. Um, I don't track what I eat in any way, shape, or form. Uh, when I do, when I do do my calorie counting, when I am doing my um, in in depth uh, or my more intense training periods, I do count my calories. I use um, an app, My Fitness Pal, um, for when I'm doing that. Um, so a couple of you know, I probably do that for about two or three months of the year in total, um, and I and I use that to track. So so if you don't have that awareness of what you're eating generally, I recommend that app. It's a really good app. I think it, I think there's a free version of it. Um, I think I bought it years ago, the premium version. So I don't think um, as a one-off, you might it might be a subscription for the premium service now. But I'm pretty sure there's a there's a free version of it. If not, there's plenty of other um, apps available as well um, that'll be free. Um, so, so just have a look in in your app stores um, for that. So um, and it's good. Uh, so when you're first looking at your diet, it can be really good um, to just record what you're eating each time. So you know if you're if you have um, 
you know, a bowl of cereal in the morning, you put your cereal and your milk on there. Uh, if you have a cup of tea or coffee with your cereal, put that on there. Um, you know, if you have a snack then mid-morning, you know, you might have a bag of crisps, pop that on there. And then, you know, by the, at the end of each day, then it gives you a little pie chart. It tells you, it breaks down how much you've eaten. Um, so it tells you what your recommended um, calorie intake should be um, based on height, weight, age, etc. Um, and then it tells you whether you, you kind of were around that mark or whether you were short or whether you had too much. Uh, and it also breaks it down to tell you whether you had the right kind of breakdown of protein or carbohydrates, fat, etc. So there's a nice little pie chart in there. So you can start seeing how, how good your diet is. And, you know, uh, do, do that for a few, few days or a few weeks, even, you know, uh, to, to get a good view, bird's eye view of, of your diet in total and, and then have a look and, and see how it is. So have a look to see if you're regularly eating too much, uh, fat in your diet, for example, or too much carbohydrate or not enough protein. You know, you can have a look and see those macro trends, um, across, across a few days or weeks. And then you can start making small tweaks. I seriously wouldn't recommend trying to change everything at once. You know, um, you know, I, I break as with anything, I wouldn't aim for the moon. I'd, I'd set small achievable goals. So, um, you know, maybe, um, uh, maybe it's not having a mid morning snack or changing your mid morning snack instead of having a bag of crisps. Maybe it's having, uh, an apple or a piece of fruit. You know, maybe it's, um, instead of having, um, I don't know, uh, cookies for breakfast. Uh, maybe it's having a bowl of cereal or instead of a bowl of cereal, maybe it's having, um, some, some yogurt and fruit, whatever it may be. Um, so just make small tweaks. And, and, and once you've kind of made those habits and you stick, I don't even think about, um, kind of my diet. Like I say, for most of the time now, I've got my gusto meals that I have. Um, I've got good breakfasts that I, I regularly have. Um, you know, and that doesn't mean to say I don't treat myself occasionally for breakfast as well. If I've got a friend over, I might cook us, you know, a full English breakfast. If, if I'm going out, um, if I'm having an early meeting, you know, I'll, I'll get a bacon bap or something, um, or sausage and egg roll is my, my go-to if I'm, if I'm having that. But again, I'll do that once a month, maybe. Um, so it's no problem. I don't think, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to feel guilty about it afterwards. Um, it kind of just falls naturally into my diet patterns. Now, occasionally, what I find is, like I say, nine times out of 10, uh, my diet is okay. It kind of manages itself. I don't have to think about it. Now, occasionally, um, it does need a little bit of attention. So, um, like specifically, I said, if my, you know, if my uh, IBS is flaring up or I'm not feeling well in general, I'll watch what I'm eating a lot more carefully and I'll, I'll strip my diet back to basics and just have plain foods. I eat a lot of curries that I cook from scratch. I eat a lot of Mexican food that I cook from scratch. I love that, that kind of food. So healthy, so tasty. Love it. But if, if, if I'm not feeling great and I strip it back and, and have more simple, plain foods to until, until I'm feeling better again. Um, but typically that's only a day or so. Um, but more, more importantly, occasionally I fall off the bandwagon that I'm sure the same as everybody else. Um, but you know, occasionally I might get into the habit. Uh, and this happens a couple of times a year where I'm, I start working late. Um, uh, I'm, I'm focusing on trying to use my time efficiently and effectively. So I may not have time to cook as I do. So at those, those moments when I've got my gusto boxes, the, the food, um, obviously the, uh, the meat, etc., tends to end up in the freezer, uh, the spices and, and the, uh, sauces, etc. they get stored in the cupboard and, and the fresh food, unfortunately, will get, will usually get thrown away if I'm in this kind of a position. Um, um, and, and I'll end up cooking, um, you know, quick things in the, in the microwave or, or oven. 
um, you know, uh, Tesco ready meals, whatever, that kind of thing. Um, I'll just do a quick oven meal, you know, because I can go in the oven. I don't have to cook as such. I can put that in the oven and then go and walk snow or I can do a bit more work or get some piano practice in or something while that's cooking. So I'm taking the time actually standing over it and cooking like I normally do. Um, and, you know, again, that's not a problem as a one-off. But occasionally I have whole weeks that that end up like that, um, where I've ordered takeout a couple of times and I've had a couple of oven meals. And like I say, that's usually when my IBS starts to flare up. Uh, but importantly, as soon as I kind of recognise that I've had, oh, I've had a couple of days like that, I've had to put my gusto thing in the freezer a couple of times. Um, you know, uh, at that point, I start looking, taking a step back and saying, right, how do I get this back to my regular habits? I need to create a bit more time to do my cooking. Um, or I need to order recipes that are slightly quicker to cook next week uh, because I'm going to be busy again. So it's going to be unlikely that I'm going to be wanting. So instead of, you know, so I tend to do a mixture of recipes. So uh, like I say, they, they range anywhere between 15 minutes and over an hour. So I tend to have a, a two or three really short ones uh, and then one slightly longer one for a Friday night, Saturday night when, when I've got a bit more time um, to, to, to do cooking. I do those longer meals. Um, but if I, if I know I'm going to have another week where I'm super maxed out and super busy and I'm trying to make the most of my time, I'll, I'll reduce those recipe times down. Um, so I'm spending less time cooking and more time doing that other stuff. Um, and maybe I'm, I'm booking some time in, dedicating some time specifically to cooking. Um, and sometimes I can duplicate, uh, or, um, uh, multitask at the same time. So, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm absolutely maxed out, I'm super busy and I still want to cook because maybe I, last week was bad. And I had a couple of takeaways, had a couple of other meals. So I want to get back into eating my healthy, healthily again. Um, you know, what do I do? I, you know, I'll, I'll dedicate time to cooking and whilst I'm cooking, I'll be multitasking. So I'll have some music on and rock out with some music. Um, or I'll have a, a you know, TV on my phone. Um, on the side as I'm cooking. So I'll be watching YouTube videos about um, whatever it is I've been researching, or I can watch uh, an episode of something on Netflix whilst I'm, whilst I'm cooking because I don't have to concentrate on Netflix too much. If it's something simple, easy, um, I can just have that one in the background as I'm cooking. So I'm chilling out whilst I'm cooking as well. Um, like I say, cooking uh, is a natural, uh, one of the things I like anyway, so it naturally chills me out anyway. Um, even more so if I've got something on in the background um, and, and I can uh, kind of zone in and out of Netflix whilst I'm cooking as well, which is quite cool. So I think that if we can get to that point where 90%, 80 to 90% of our diet is healthy, we're kind of making the right decisions, um, you know, we've got those building blocks right. We don't have to worry when we do slip off the bandwagon, when we do treat ourselves, you know, um, every now and again, I might have a friend give me a call on a Friday night and say, oh, do you want fancy going out for a beer and some drink, uh, uh, beer and some food? And, you know, I don't have to worry about it because I've eaten healthily the whole week. So one meal out at a pub or a restaurant is not going to do me any harm. You know, um, even if I go for the most unhealthy thing on the menu, it's not going to do me any harm. If I'm uh, at an early meeting and I need to grab an early breakfast. So I've not got time to eat at home. Uh, I can grab a sausage, an egg, bap, or whatever it is that, that your preference is. You know, you can do that without then worrying about it and feeling guilty about it, you know. Um, so, and, and you can enjoy it more. So, uh, that's how, how I kind of get by with food. And I think, I think this is the same with anything. This is not just for f food, right? I think, um, you know, if you can apply this to anything, if you can do 80 to 90% the right way all the time then you're going to be in good stead so when you do um uh you know do take take a different route take the easy path you know we were talking last week or the week before about um uh, taking the simple path versus the easy path 
they're not always the same thing sometimes so when we take the easy path it's not going to have that much of a negative effect on us and if we've been doing the negative thing or the bad behavior over and over again um you know and if we're and if we're conscious about our food intake um our food and drink how, how we're the stuff that we're putting into our bodies uh, then you know that's going to have knock-on effects when, when i do have those weeks where i eat uh, several takeout meals or, um, or, or just eat unhealthily, um, a couple of days in a row, you know, I start to feel it in my body. I, I lose, I lose my regular energy. Um, I lose the passion for that I have for things. Um, so people can actually tell, um, you know, quite often, you know, my, my friends and family, uh, those I work with regularly can, can spot when I, my diet's gone out of whack slightly because they'd say, Oh, uh, you know, they'll often ask you, or oh, you're feeling all right, you're looking a bit tired, or, um, you know, you've not got your usual energy about you. Cause I'm a high energy person. I have to tone it down slightly on the podcast, um, uh, a lot of the time. Um, so I, uh, you know, uh, I have a couple of friends who tell me that I'm annoyingly perky. Um, so, um, so I'm naturally high energy. Um, so people can tell when my diet's out of sync, um, which I think is a good thing because, um, you know, because if, if I've not noticed, somebody else is telling me and bringing it to my attention, which is cool, which is awesome, which means I can then do something about it. Um, so so people can usually tell when, when we're good. And, you know, um, once a year, I, I must admit, I've not done it during COVID, uh, COVID period, actually. So I probably need to do one again in the next six months or so, you know, but I was in the habit of once a year doing a juice diet for a week, um, uh, to have a real cleanse out, um, of my system. Um, and I really enjoyed doing that. I can, I can live off juices permanently. Um, but just for one week, um, I find that really helpful. I find my energy peaks for a long time afterwards after doing that. Uh, like I say, I only tend to do that once a year, uh, but I find that really helpful. So hopefully that's given us some things to think about over the ne- next few days, over the weekend. If, if, if diet is not something that you regularly think about, then maybe have a tweak, uh, uh, have a look, record what you're eating, whether you use an app like I've suggested or whether you write it down, however you want to do it, however best works for you. Um, uh, do, do it, do it, do it that way. Um, have a look. Um, maybe, um, you've not looked at your diet for a long time. Maybe you, you looked at it, um, you've got into the habit and you've, uh, and you've fallen out of the good habits that you've built for yourself. So maybe it's time to have that re, uh, relook at it. Um, like I say, it's going to have a whole host of benefits. You know, I find when I'm eating right, my energy levels are up. I'm not, I don't need as much sleep. Um, my, my, I can run, uh, in terms of my exercise, I can run faster for longer. Um, in terms of my work, I can, I, I think with more clarity, I find it easier to make decisions. Um, I'm not bogged down. I, I, my mind is a lot clearer, um, when I'm eating and drinking right. Um, you know, and, and it's, it can be simple things, um, you know, such as, um, uh, not drinking enough water, for example. So sometimes of an afternoon, if I find that I'm losing energy, Nine times out of ten, it's because I've not drunk enough during the day because I've got caught up in meetings, uh, you know, meetings with clients, um, uh, and I'm going from place to place or, you know, whatever. I've got caught up with things and I've just not thought about it. Uh, and uh, f- during the first half a year of home working, it was really difficult. I found it really difficult, um, you know, because I wasn't going out to meet clients for coaching sessions as much, doing them more virtually. Um, so you get into the habit of I, I had, um, I always had drinks in the car, so I had all of water or uh, whatever in the car um, so I drink on the way places um, but when I was working from home and doing a lot more of it through Skype etc um, you know you kind of fall out of that habit and I just hadn't realized that I'd fallen out of that habit right so 
I was becoming dehydrated without realizing. So my energy levels took a dive and it was, um, I, it wasn't even me who'd picked up on it. It was me being dehydrated. It was one of my friends had said, Oh, you know, are you, are you drinking enough? Um, and I kind of clocked then at that point, you know, actually, no, I've kind of reduced probably by half the volume of liquid, um, water, uh, and stuff that I would drink throughout uh, a day. Um, and through no fault, particularly of my own, just that I wasn't aware of it, right? So just because the habits had changed and I hadn't noticed, um, so my water bottle I would keep in the car, you know, um, I kept filling up wherever I was, you know, it was still in the car, but I wasn't filling it up because I wasn't going anywhere, right? So, um, so kind of had to change that habit, bring a water bottle in, drink it, leave it around the house where I'm doing my meetings, etc. Um, I've got into the habit now. Um, so I don't drink, I, I used to love tea, but again, it's one of the things that upsets my IBS. So I got into green tea during the COVID period once I clocked that I was not uh, not as hydrated as I should be. So I try and have at least a couple of cups of green tea a day because um, I enjoy it, especially at this time of year when it's slightly cooler. Quite nice to have a warm drink during the day um, and the health benefits of green tea, uh, you know, well known as well. So. Uh, so it's really cool. So are there simple things like that that you can look at? Are there simple things? Are you eating out a lot more than that? Are you eating out four or five times a week? Is that having a negative effect? You know, and, and we're all different. So different things are going to affect each of us differently. So maybe, um, you're lucky and you, you've got that body that can handle whatever you throw at it four or five times a week of eating out and it's not going to have much of an impact on you. Um, but it's worth looking at and thinking about what can I do to to make sure that I'm operating efficiently, operating optimally. Um, and, and these are some really simple, basic things that we can do. Like I say, um, if, if you're really um, interested in more information um, about this, you know, uh, check out. There's loads of websites that can help out with this kind of stuff. But, um, you know, a nutritionist, a nutritionist or a doctor are the folks that are going to uh, be able to provide kind of official help. Um, so if you want to do that, uh, feel, uh, feel free, um, share, share with others around you what you're doing as well. Um, you know, I regularly, uh, like I say, I love cooking and I love talking about food. Uh, so a lot of my friends and family, a lot of our conversations are, are regularly around food, uh, whether it's about something new that I'm going to cook because I've got a new cookbook and I want to try a new recipe out on somebody, uh, or whether it's about somebody that's been on holiday and has tried a new food and I quiz them about it. Um, you know, um, so we, it's really good to talk about these things and, um, sh you, you know, even sharing recipes, you know, um, I got into the habit of sharing recipes with people throughout the COVID period a bit more as well. Um, uh, for encouraging other people to try new things as well. Um, so, so a plenty of food for thought, as it were, um, over the next few days. Um, and if you've got any feedback, as per usual, let me know. Uh, hope everybody stays well and I hope, um, the storms die down. Uh, and we have some more sunshine soon. I'm loving the, um, loving the, uh, longer days. Uh, it's getting darker later and lighter earlier, uh, which is super nice. I love, I love the, I love the dark days. I find, I find the dark days really depressing. Um, you know, walking the dog in the morning and evening in the dark, pitch black is fairly miserable for me. Um, so, uh, I'm super excited about having some longer days again. Uh, it's been nice to get out into more daylight and feel that sunshine. Hopefully we'll feel the sunshine again soon. Uh, the last few days here has been cloudy and stormy with, uh, with, the, with the storms. Uh, but hopefully we'll return to the sunshine soon and hopefully you'll return to the sunshine wherever you are as well. Thanks very much for listening. I'll see you guys next week at the same time, the same place. Catch you later.